Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. All you have to do is stay in the game to literally end up winning. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. 
We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Evans, welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where you're my you're my co-host. How do you feel today? Tell me all the I things. Feel, well, to be honest, I feel really mature because I've started <laughs> drinking Earl Grey. <gasps> oh my God. That is that's a step into adulthood that most people don't consider as like you've arrived. But I would say yeah. that really, I, I think especially in England, it's definitely the arrival. The queen for sure. Drinks Earl Grey. Do you think she for sure does? Can you do it with a crown and gloves? I might start because I really enjoy it. It's very smooth and it doesn't give you immediate diarrhea like some coffee. That's so good. You know what's so funny is this morning, because you know, Nick and Jackie are still living with us as they're remodeling their house. They had we ran out of coffee, so they went and bought coffee. And I'm like always I'll go buy the lightest roast ever. Cause I just like I can't have too much crack in the morning. So I didn't even think about it. I'm like, wow, this coffee tastes strong. It didn't stop me from having two cups. Um, so I had two cups of coffee and I told you, like, I took a Benadryl last night. So now I'm groggy and jacked up at once. Like, it's the weirdest feeling. I'm like, I'm so tired and I have the worst anxiety of all time right now. Oh, because no. I think it was like real high octane cat, like caffeinated coffee. And yes. it, what it made me feel like is just like, I wanted to cry and throw a tantrum, you know, that feeling and I exhausted. So I'm having a great morning so far. <laughs> so things are going really well. <laughs> so it's funny because even the day is like really great, but I'm observing how like little things that maybe if I don't have the answer yet, or I, I'm kind of worrying about something, I'm like, like, oh my God, this is going to go terribly right today. And then I'm just like, God, I know that you God's know got what you. I did. Just <laughs> take the it's wheel. It's crazy though. Coffee can really, I didn't really understand until I started to do decaf. And then I started doing tea and I'm like, this is, this is where I belong. Yeah. I think you and I kind of run in that same path of like, we can get over caffeinated, which can turn into like an anxiety ridden morning slash day. Yes. Um, and that's a spiral. It can really spiral out. So I'm going to have to make sure I go get some different coffee, some real neutral stuff, because I can feel it right now. Like I kind of just want to scream. Little shake. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, tell me all the, like, I want to know more about your life this last week. So tell me, did you get the, the stuff fixed in your basement? Oh yeah. The stuff in our basement is fixed. So we don't have it. It flooded, right? Yeah. Yes. We had to redo some, we're still kind of fixing some of the plumbing stuff, but we basically just have a basement that flood frequently. 
frequently 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 flooding basement yeah and so they said that's okay though no it's not okay but um we cleared out like some some of the uh what are they called like the pipes the pipes that were clogged i don't know outside of the house i don't know Lori. i don't know it's just home ownership it really is everyone's just like that's a that's like when we got an rv and people would be like we would meet them if they had an rv and they're like so what went wrong on this trip (laughs) Like it was just like a funny conversation because, and it was, someone summarized it so perfectly. I don't know who told me this, but it was like the perfect analogy. They're like, yeah, I mean, you expect nothing to go wrong. It says, it's as if your house is going through like a crazy earthquake for hours all day long and you're expecting nothing to be wrong. Like you're literally putting a house on wheels on like a 9.0 earthquake all day long while you're on the road. Like they, we've taken some bumps where I'm like, oh, wow. Like that definitely shattered any glass that we had in our cabinets. Um, (laughs) Especially in the Midwest where the potholes in Indiana are terrible. Yeah. It's crazy. You gotta be, you gotta, it'd be like putting wheels on your house right now and taking it down the road and being like, oh, my cabinets are, are broken. Are y'all gonna, are you gonna RV this summer? We are not sure yet. We are gonna probably try. I just have to launch this company and, and see how I feel. If I feel like I'm gonna have heart failure if I leave or if I feel like I'm gonna be okay. That's just kind of where I'm at right now. So I think that's great. <laughs> yes. Hey, do you have hey. a quote? I do. And I think you're really gonna like this one. I'm really excited. This is from Marcus Bunk. Buckingham, and I have no idea who he is, but he sounds royal. Sounds royal. He says, Many of us feel stress and get overwhelmed, not because we're taking on too much, but because we're taking on too little of what really strengthens. Oh, wow. Now, how did that make you feel? What did that make you think about? Oh, just how when you're not doing, when you're not aligned in what you're supposed to be doing, you feel like a crazy person. But when you start to get in that flow, yep. Have you started every day, Evans? Start yeah, I do it them out? every day, Evans. So Open it out. What do you do there? Um, well, I write little blog posts that don't really mean anything, but they're fun for me. And um, got a Who's That Lady coming out on Friday. Oh so my it's gosh. And it's everydayevans.com, right? Yep. Everydayevans-Evans. It has a dash in the middle. Everyday-Evans? Yeah. Because okay. Everyday Evans is taken. She seems <laughs> nice though. <laughs> Everyday Evans is taken. Well, you can get the trademark and then you can take it. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Um, (laughs) But it is possible. All right. So that is amazing. I'm so excited for you. Hey, who's your interview with? Um, I did her last week and her name's Sarah Kay and she's really cool and she's an artist and um, she also loves so she's all around great person. That's amazing. And honestly, the best things come from just starting to get, um, like just starting to try it on and get things out there. It's kind of like mm-hmm. everybody's waiting for this perfect idea to like land before they do something. I'm like, that's literally not how the law of your purpose works. Like there's an actual law, you guys. I don't know anyone who's been like, okay, I've got the plan. I've got everything in place. I feel so confident. And now I launch. It's like, nothing feels good. I'm not confident. This feels stupid. And you put it out there and then you go, Oh, it wasn't about that. It was about this. And I go in this direction now. And wow, I, that for sure wasn't it. And that felt terrible. And now I'm going like this. So it's, it's like backwards. It's working. It it feels backwards of what it's supposed to feel like. It's so sloppy and messy. And 
because you're willing to put it out there, that's how it gets figured out. So, all right. My quote is from Sandeep Jawar. And it is the only mistake you can make is not asking for help. And that is just the most true thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Um, Because everything that we do needs help. It needs other people. And, you know, talking to, I was talking to my friend who works with a lot of different companies and a lot of different CEOs for her position. And she's like, I have to say the best CEOs are the ones who hire the most people for specific positions and get people to help them out as much as possible. And I noticed the company just runs so much smoother rather than when they try to have their hands in everything and don't ask for help and things. And I was like, it's so interesting how sometimes the bigger the company, the the less busy you can be if you're running it um, sometimes correctly. Now that's not going to happen in the beginning at all, you know, but it definitely is something to think about in our lives that, you know, if you have more going on, you might need more people. So whatever that looks like. But do you have a review from one of our amazing people who like, I'm, I am so like obsessed and impressed with the amount of people that give us reviews each week that just make our whole week. Well, I love this person because they did a really short, nice review and their name is Yes. Yessie Act. Yessie Act. Oh, Yessie. I actually, she was in our fast foundation. (gasps) That's amazing. What? Okay. She says the title is earn your happy makes me happy in all caps. And then she says, I love Lori. She's an amazing human. And this podcast is straight up medicine. Oh, wow. I mean, not a doctor, just play one on this podcast, but thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And we'll write you another prescription right after this. Cause if we were doctors, we'd be the kind that we're just like, you know what? It makes you feel good. Here you go. Yeah. Take two. And take two. Take two. <laughs> like double. <laughs> Don't call me in the morning. Cause I'm not good with follow-up. Um, <laughs> so actually I'm really good with yeah. follow-up in most things, but not like, yeah, I think you're really good at follow-up. I can honestly say though, I think I was thinking about like when I did one-on-one coaching, I, I, I enjoyed it for the stint that I did it, but I, I, could not do it again because it's not in my personality like archetype to do that. I'm like a yeah. to the masses person. Like I'm, I like to teach on stages, big stages, like put out courses, things like that. But I, my brain will not, like, I can't, I can't like keep up with the, the one-on-one thing. Like I'm terrible with it. I'm just like, okay, gave you some stuff. Go do it. <laughs> Godspeed. High five. There you go. It's really weird how we're, how we're like that though. Like some people are so good dropping in with that one-on-one and they prefer it. And I'm like, no, I got to do big groups. It's really bizarre. You do the masses, which is why your podcast is so wonderful. That's that's true because I'm doing what I do best. And that's just kind of like, talk to a lot of people. Delilah. Big Delilah. I don't do you know. want a question? Yeah, I do. Or that's do you it. want to talk about Delilah? Because that's okay. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is from... Annie Rathman. And Annie says, because it's okay if you do want to talk about her. I get it. I totally get it. Okay. Annie wants to know, she says, how do you tell your story gracefully? I'm going to publish a motivational self-help book that will detail a lot of my personal experiences and traumas. I know this will upset my family members and friends. How do I mitigate the blow or minimize the pain they experience? This is such a good question. We get asked this all the time, don't we, Evans? Um, so 
first of all, you have to figure out what stories or what, what you for sure want the reader to walk away with. Like what tools do you for sure want the reader to walk away with? And then what lessons absolutely must go in that book that you learned? Um, and, and how are those lessons attached to your story? Sometimes we don't, I mean, unless, unless you know, the story is something like, you're like, I have to do this for me. I have to share this. And this is like really important. Then you have to figure out a way to share that. Um, if it's like, you're just kind of feel like you are telling everything because you just think that's what you have to do. You do not have Mm -hmm. to do that. I left out so many stories in my book because I didn't want to hurt certain people. Um, But if there's certain things that need to be told because you know it's like going to completely change millions and millions of lives or whatever that looks like or change many people's lives, um, then and you know you're supposed to tell it, then that's when we start to hone in on how to how to tell it gracefully. Um, a lot of times in books, you change people's names. So um, not a lot of times, most mm-hmm all of the time. Like, I don't know too many people unless you're writing like a biography about a famous person who don't actually change the names of people. I changed names of everybody in my book, except for like, if I had to say, you know, my mom or dad or something like that. But I changed like the friends' names growing up. Um, And also just because I don't, they don't, they don't need people to, who knows who some of your readers could be. They don't need people to go and like, you know, cause they love you, like go shame them or hurt them. Cause that's what, that was a different time in our life. Right. And people change and it's different. And even if they're yes. still wrong, you, you don't need that in their, in their lives. And so I think the things that you can do is change names, leave out, you know, details. If it's something that would really point to those people, because even, even legally you want to change people's names. If it's, you're like kind of hurting someone's character, if you don't, or you're pointing right. to something. So Definitely something you can ask an editor, but that's just something that I learned from my editor. And also just there's ways to say things without saying the whole story. You know what I mean? Right. Like you yes. can get to the point without having to like really call some someone out. So I, I hope that that helps. I would say read different people's stories that you like how they told them that are kind of more challenging stories or like maybe that they had to talk about their families. But I, I will tell you there, there was, there's not, there's not a great way around it. You have to tell your fam. Like I told my, unless you're not close at all and you guys don't talk, but I had to tell my family what stories I had told and they, they were not happy, but I was like trying to get them to understand that, you know, I painted it in as kind of a, uh, story as possible and also there's no way for me to tell my truth without telling that story because it was such an impactful part of my life. And it just took a while for us to heal from. And I just, I don't know. There's not a way to make it super graceful um, without sharing it with your family and potentially hurting some feelings. Right. And I like what you're saying because it kind of makes me think about, it's not like you don't, you never, your book never felt like it was gossiping about your family or something like that. It was just simply telling your truth and something that had to go along with the theme of the chapter that it was on. I never felt like you were being ugly or anything like that. Oh, so I guess good. there's that fine line of, of talking. I don't know. You, did yeah, you just brought up, you just brought up a, a, a good point for me. And it was that, um, you know, I think that, I think that you can say things like from, 
I'm trying to like just things like this. Like I'm trying to remember this from my perspective as an eight-year-old, as a five-year-old and also letting them know like, or a 12-year-old, you know, and being like, from my perception, here is how this felt. And here is what I believe to be happening now. Like even now, I think I'd put myself more into the shoes of like my mom and be like, Hey, little did I realize she was dealing with this, 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 and this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my perception was this, but to her, it was probably trying to manage everything, you know, in the household. And she was going through this. And so I think I might paint a little more of not just like, this is what they said and did. And like at the time in their life, this is what could have been also happening, you know? Right. And that so, takes time. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It takes time for that to like open up for you to even be able to first heal, to be able to see that that person was probably on their own journey. So yeah. Yeah, Man. absolutely. What's Being the next cue? Being a person. Being a person is hard, you know? Being a person. Oh, Okay. Oh man, this is great. Haley Gray. What keeps me up at night and from building the brand of my dreams is the lack of community I have. I started my blog on September 20th, 2020, and I'm struggling to find my ideal customers and gain traffic and following. I don't know what to do. Oh, such a good question. You know, here's what happens a lot is people will launch something and be like, where's the audience? (laughs) And we have to remember that like the audience only comes if you're so crazy consistent and they start to know you as like an expert in that field. Now, expert does not mean you need to go to school. Doesn't mean you you have to have taken courses, e-courses, anything. It just means that if Evans is going to sell me a cookbook, I need to Mm -hmm. see every day that she is offering me value in the form of a recipe. So every single day, if not three times a day, because I eat three times a day. Who are we kidding? I eat like seven. So, but I just want a cookbook called Grazing. How great would that cookbook be called? Oh, I would love that. Oh, Grazing. Like create crazy for crazy. I don't know. Wait, would it be grazing with an apostle? Like grazing. Yeah. I'm grazing. Yeah. Like you're grazing through the day, you know, just eating a little bit here and there, like a cow eats cud. So, (laughs) so what is cud? Like, what is that grass and mud? I guess. I don't even know what cud is. Dirt and grass. I think it might be. I think it's a combo of mud. I, I don't know. I'm trying to find what the C is. I don't know, but I like mud it. and I crud. It That's what it is. Cud. Um, so back to Evans cooking for me. If yes. I am going to call Evans an expert, even though she has not gone to culinary school, she shows mm-hmm. up for me on the gram every day. Like, Hey, I know you're thinking about eating right now, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a recipe and interrupt you and tell you how great this would be instead of that other food. So you have to be known as the expert. And I'm like, oh, this girl always shows, like she always shows up every day with something good on there. Like, okay, what do I want? I'm going to my fridge and I'm probably going to go to her page because she just shows up for me. Like I know it. So if you are not that person yet, there's a reason why your audience has not come there yet. They can't rely on you for the information that you want them to be number one purchasing. They don't trust you yet. They don't know that you're the person they should be going to. So it takes massive consistency. And I have to tell you, it doesn't take a lot of customers to be able to start a business or sell something. 
it just takes making sure that you consistency can even look like, you know, you could start launching something in as little as three to six months. Like it doesn't take that long to get even a handful of people, especially if what you want to sell does not require a lot of people. So let's say, let's say Evans, you know, you want to be copywriting for someone. You don't need a lot of customers to start a good business or a business that you enjoy. So you wouldn't have a long lead time in order to kind of like acquire that customer if you start showing up consistent, consistently as this person who's like, I love writing. I love showcasing women. This is what I'm doing. It, it wouldn't take that long. You'd be, you know, you could, you could do it right now. You just need one person to kind of like start what you're doing. Now, wow. if you were launching an e-course or selling a cookbook, those things take a lot more time because you need more people to make a viable business because your product is priced lower, right? Unless it's like a really hefty e-course. And even then, if you're you're priced a lot higher, you do need those customers to trust you for a longer period of time. So that that is a little bit longer lead time. But if it's something like what we talked about, where it's it's like for Evans, you know, writing maybe some copywriting for people or newsletters or something like that, or you want to do some one-on-one coaching really specific around like maybe you have a certain type of of you help a certain type of person who has maybe an autoimmune disease lose weight. Like that's super specific and you don't need a ton of people to do that. So I would right. say just make sure you're showing up consistently on as many platforms as you can. And if you notice that you're not, it's making you stop because you're doing too many platforms, just go to one. Just try to find the one where your customer is on. So there's a lot to still be said about Facebook. There's a lot to be said about Instagram. There's a lot to be said about TikTok. Just know where your person is, know where they hang out the most. And then I would really hammer that um, platform frequently and also work on creating your own lists. So lists that you own, meaning email or text lists, because you don't want to just rely on social media. After that, you want to slowly build that email or text list so that in case social media ever goes down or a platform goes away, you can still access your customer. Boom. You just made me think of, okay, Adam's cousin was in a fitness competition and we went to support her. Yeah. And she was talking about, um, she said, she was telling the story about how she tells her son who plays baseball and baseball, you need to be, she was like, you don't have to be the best out there. Just mm. be reliable and consistent. So your coach will put you in the game. Yes. And then I was like, Ashley, that's life advice. It's literally the best because honestly, all you have to do is stay in the game to literally end up winning. Like he may not so, win now. Like that was a, speaking of fitness competitions, I just outstayed everyone. I'm not kidding you. Like all of my friends, if they didn't win something in a year or two, they were out. And it took me almost on year four to win something. And I was like, I simply outlasted you. That's it. Like they would have ended up winning. Do you know what I mean? Because you, there's no way that you can't, you get better. Like you just start, it's not that there's no way that you can't. It's that if that is your goal and that's, you use every single show that you do to get better, you start picking up on cues of like who's winning and why and what's going on. And that's just what happened. I simply outlasted the people who left. Like he's, if he's in the game all the time, he's going to pick up things that eventually the team is going to get better and better, or he's going to see a team he wants to be on or whatever that is. And it's like, you stay in the game, you're going to get the tools and skills that you need to eventually end up winning. So that's like such crazy advice. But if you don't get in the game, you don't get to play. Don't. Yeah. It's just so, it's so simple, but not. I, I know. I know. Totally. It's like, 
it's kind of like my poking, like, what are you doing this week, Evans? Are you doing something? Because if mm-hmm. you got to get in the game to even like have the next steps conversation, it's, it's like, yeah. and now you're, you're in the game. In the game. You're going to stay in the game for next week as well. And the week after. Yeah. I'm staying in the game because I have, I, I have to, because now it's on the internet. Yeah. It's on the interweb. And and you have to, even when you feel like people aren't there because they are like they're watching and they're listening. And that's what you guys have to remember. You're probably putting out posts and all these things that aren't getting a lot of action. And it's like, number one, you do need to look at your content and be like, is, am I asking them to buy things on my post? Because when I do that, even though we have to, as like converting people as an act of love, which is sales and getting them into your programs, those are really low act like, um, for help me, uh, Act when people like respond to them. I can't think of the uh, actual word. Uh, wait, when people respond to the post? Yeah, I can't remember when people like uh, like it and comment. So those are really low on that when you're like selling things, but they're watching. Like you just have yeah, to remember. Yeah. It's like low engagement. Oh, yeah. There we go. Engagement. Engagement. There we go. Um, so you have to look at your content and be like, am I putting out good content? Like, I need to make sure I'm putting out content that adds value like 80% of the time. So definitely just make sure you're adding. That's the key. Adding value. What would, what type of, if you can't answer what type of value this adds and would you like this post, would you actually hit like on this post? Then it's probably not a good post. So there's that. That's a good test. All right. Everyday-Evans.com. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah. It's just going to be your new name. It's like how I used to call you eCred by your Instagram handle. Now we're going to call you the business handle because that's Ooh, better. Welcome. Welcome. Everyday-Evans.com. Okay. So you guys, I'm so excited about that. Um, and thank you guys so much for always uh, just like, I'm I'm so in love with seeing all of the reviews and who we're actually talking to. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no hamsters were harmed in the making of this or podcast. Gerbils. No gerbils. They're all still safe in our brains on the wheels. So, um, any last words of wisdom for the peoples? Uh, consider Earl Grey. I'm telling you, it's a great, great change. It's up for consideration. So it's up for the consideration awards, uh, this year. I'm 75 years old. Okay, cool. (laughs) All right, you guys, until next time, earn your happy and be questionably awesome. Bye, Evan. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. 
then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. 
they capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently, and most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.